Hey there. Thank you so much for listening to our Big Time Talker podcast on the Blog Talk Radio Network. We're on Apple iTunes. We're on the iHeartRadio Network, Google Play, wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you so much for subscribing and please tell your friends. And uh, by the way, thank you, speakermatch.com for making the show possible. Speakermatch is the world's largest online virtual speakers bureau. You know, the entire world of platform speaking and meetings has gone uh, pretty much haywire since March of 2020 with the pandemic. It's starting to come back now. Uh, if you're a meeting planner and you need a great speaker for your event, or if you're a platform speaker, you can meet one another online at speakermatch.com. Our guest on the show today is a speaker. He's also an author of many books, and he's got a brand new one. It's called Life's Daily Treasure, 366 Doses of Hope, Optimism, Personal Growth, and Encouragement. And uh, he's also, I'm proud to say, my pal, Richard Battle, joins us from uh, deep in the heart of Texas to talk about his new book. Congratulations. Burke, thank you so much, and glad to be with you today. So why this book and why now? Well, that's a great question because I was in the process of another book and received the inspiration for this last fall during the COVID pandemic. And I just noticed people were discouraged. The news was bad, politics, COVID, all kinds of other different things that were going on. And I thought about the things that encouraged me and gave me hope and helped me go forward through tough times. And I thought of those different components and thought it would be good to put those nuggets into a book that people could look at every day, read a minute or two, and gain something that could help them through the day. So there's inspiration, there's motivation, there's a celebration of America because I'm tired of people trashing the country and the founding and people that built our great country and the people that are all doing that generally have never built anything. They're only destroying what has been built. So I'm trying to celebrate America as well. The book um, is different than, than what you might think of as a narrative book. This is, it has sort of a, a common thread to a, if you grew up in, in the church as I did back as a kid to a daily devotional almost. So you can grab this thing, and, and get some goodness out of it every day out of the year. And, and I wonder if, uh, if those daily devotionals that and maybe you read as a kid, if that sort of was the inspiration for, for Life's Daily Treasure. Well, I'm certainly familiar with them and read them, uh, but I'm very cautious using that word because when I say that word, people get a vision of what the book should look like. And as you said, it's different. Uh, there's 366 days, so I include the leap year day of February 29th, and I have a subject each day of the month. So there's 31 subjects. The first of the month is always joy, second is honor, third is heart, fourth is hope, for example. And then each day has six listings. It has a scriptural inspiration. We celebrate a national day that's celebrated in the country we celebrate an anniversary of a great event in American history, a birth date of a great American, a motivational quote that's tied to the subject, as well as a battle's bullet, which is something out of my writing or speaking that celebrates the subject as well. And then a space where the reader can put a personal observance. 
that they want to celebrate or denote on that date, such as a birthday in the family or something they think of when they think of that date. You know, you mentioned uh, a minute ago that America uh, takes it on the chin an awful lot these days. And, and there's uh, it's, it's almost to the point where some people are ashamed to say that they're Americans or ashamed to, to, denote that there's pride in the country. And I wonder why you think that is and and how we got here. Well, unfortunately, people are looking at the negatives of individuals versus the positives. And all of us have negatives. No person in history except Jesus Christ ever lived a perfect life. And he was executed on a tree. But we all failed but we have to live and attempt our ideals. And I think our country has the greatest ideals that were written in the longest serving constitution there is. Our declaration and constitution have great ideals. We fail in trying to live up to those ideals, but we have progressed and done a better job at it over the years. And we will continue to do so. And we shouldn't throw out those ideals trying to attain a social culture that's never worked anywhere else in the world. So if, if, uh, for example, Thomas Jefferson, you know, I live in the state of Virginia and uh, uh, within a couple of hours of Monticello. So Thomas Jefferson has a, a bit of a checkered past, as do all of us. You're saying don't throw out the baby with the bathwater. Absolutely, because all of us fail in life. And if we look at our failures versus when we stand up and do something good, no one's going to be worth emulating. I think it's interesting also, as I was growing up, and maybe you also, we had a lot of movies with heroes in it that were real people who did real heroic things. And now we've almost gotten away from that to coming up with these cartoon type heroes who are fictitious, who can't be found wanting. They're they're fictitious heroes that they're getting people to look up to. I would rather look up to a flawed hero who overcame his or her flaws and did something great than some fictitious character that never really did anything at all. You know, you said something um, somewhere along the way I read this, at least I believe I got this right, that that you think people will want to read Life's Daily Treasure, your new book, for the rest of their life. That's a, that's a pretty bold statement for an author. So uh, tell me what you mean by that. Why will people want to read this book for the rest of their life? Well, my pastor and mentor said, said that, and I thought it was interesting. First, the book is not set for any year. So if someone picks it up, they don't have to start January 1st. They can start on whatever day of the year they want. It's not tied to a year, so somebody can look at it every day of every year if they want to, and they may get something different out of it in 2022 than they might get in 2021, depending on where they're at, because I think this volume, Last Daily Treasure, will meet people where they're at and can speak to them with one of the six entries at different times. You may have seen Richard on on TV. He's been all over the television, all over the radio, uh, offering these commentaries. And and lots of times you uh, you weigh into current events and and what's going on in the public eye. 
And, and many times you bring sort of a unique Texan point of view uh, to the proceedings. And it's a little more than that Texas drawl that you have there. What is it that makes Texas so unique in the country? And, and why is that Texas pride such a, uh, an overwhelming thing? I, I don't think I've ever uh, seen uh, people from anywhere in the world that are more proud to be from a place than, than Texans are. Well, I think that I and other Texans inherited that spirit because our forebears fought their own revolution against Mexico and won their own independence and had their own country for nine years before joining the United States. And so there's been a feeling of independence that individually we can go out and do things and accomplish things. And we do not need a nanny state government run by any party to take care of us. Leave us alone. Let us live our lives. <laughs> don't get in the way. Let us pursue our happiness. And I think that spirit, because of those accomplishments, been ingrained. And unfortunately, if we end up birthing and raising children who are taught and experience nothing but looking to the government for everything, then that society will be what we end up with versus independent people who can help themselves in time of need. We're talking to Richard Battle. You can visit him online at richardbattle.com. While you're there, you may want to pick up Life's Daily Treasure. That's his brand new book. It's an inspirational and motivational book with 366 daily doses of uh, optimism and hope and personal growth and encouragement. So it's not just one for every day of the year. There is a bonus leap year daily dose of the good stuff in there. Um, you're a pretty upbeat guy. You've had some really tough things that have happened in your life, including, you know, you, you lost your son, your, uh, your little boy, and, and, you know, no parent should ever have to go through that. I wonder what it is that you believe, if you can even uh, verbalize it, uh, that, that makes you have that positive attitude, that positive outlook on life? Where does it come from? Well, I think it comes in my faith in our creator, that there is an eternal life and that we're here to glorify God in our efforts. And that if we go through a adverse experience, that there's a reason for it. And my question when adversity shows up is not why me, because I think that looks in the past and we can get trapped living in that adversity. And if we're there, we can't do anything positive for ourselves or anyone else. So I believe when adversity strikes, I want to know what now, what's the lesson I'm supposed to learn for to help my life. And so I can help others going forward. And I do not want to experience two adversities for one lesson. So I want to make sure I learn whatever that lesson is as quickly as possible get out of the adversity and go forward and, and do better in my life as well as help others. All right. Fair enough. So I ask you a tough question. Then you lost a child. What do you learn from something as horrific as that? Oh, I, I learned so many things. And one of the lessons was my, my son taught me more than I had time to teach him because he only lived nine months. Uh, but I learned that, the impact of a life is more important than its length. He lived nine months, but because of efforts that I've done to share that story and books and speeches and other things, he's impacted other people's lives beyond his lifetime. 
that he may or may not have if he'd have lived. So that was one lesson. I learned that things could always be worse. I lost a son. I served in the guard with a gentleman. Uh, when I was talking to him after that, he lost three children in a house fire in one night. Oh. So things can always be worse. Uh, I could have had him for less of a time than I even did. So I felt it was a blessing to have him for as long as I did, even though it was too short. Uh, I learned that I don't grieve where he is now. I grieve where he's not. And I think that's the way with all of our loved ones. If we have faith, we believe we'll see them again. And we grieve them not being with us here, not where they're at right now. You also are a, a cancer survivor, and there are an awful lot of folks that have had, uh, with this pandemic, severe health challenges. Many of them, of course, have, have lost loved ones. Uh, a lot of folks have snapped back from COVID. A lot of them are dealing with, with COVID long hauler uh, symptoms where you know it continues to affect them weeks, months after initially getting sick. As a guy that, that is a cancer survivor, uh, and has written this book that is inspirational. Is there something that, that you could uh, offer up uh, to to give them a little hope and encouragement, folks that have, cha- have challenges with, with COVID? Well, one of the things that happened, uh, I gave myself one pity party during the cancer when I was going through the woe is me, which I think is common and, and we all can do that. And right. a good friend of mine kind of figuratively slapped me in the face and said, hey, get over it. Everybody goes through tough times. Uh, Stop thinking about yourself. And and it woke me up that when I think about myself in tough times, then I can have a pity party. But if I'm thinking about other people and how I can help other people and what I'm doing, then I don't think about myself and what I might be going through that I don't like. I think about the positive aspects and the opportunities there. And I think we all have that case Uh, If we focus on others instead of ourselves, we'll always feel better about ourselves. Did did any of these things that you've gone through in your life uh, inform your decision to write this book, to write Life's Daily Treasure? What what is it or how is it you decided to write the book? Well, that's a great question. I I think it's all uh, goes together. And as I tell people, I never dreamed of writing one book, much less this is now eight And all of my experiences contributed uh, to that. But this particular volume, again, specifically, I was given this inspiration to tie these these listings together. There's over 2,100 nuggets in this book. And if one person gets one thing out of it, then it could be life-changing for who knows how many people. Uh, Oliver Wendell Holmes said, a man's mind once expanded by a new idea cannot return to its previous state. And so that's where there's an opportunity for people when they look at this and if it inspires them or motivates them and modifies their attitude and they serve or do something down the road, then there is no telling about what kind of impact this book can have on who knows how many people. And if it has that, then I will be most blessed. The, uh, the book is called Life's Daily Treasure. It's brand new. You can get it at richardbattle.com, amazon.com, Barnes & Noble, wherever you pick up. Well, there's hardback, paperback, and Kindle. No audio Kindle. at this moment. Kindle, that's right. Uh, yeah. But I hope that the hardback will be viewed as a gift edition. 
because I think there's nuggets in this book that people could pass down through the generations. It's not a book you pick up and read and just put down, file on the bookshelf and never look at again. There's an opportunity for it to bless people with the nuggets that are in it over and over and over again. Uh, you know, you talked about writing Life's Daily Treasure, beginning to write it, and I guess maybe compiling it is a better way to, to form it up because it's got, you know, all these these daily doses of inspiration and hope. And I, I wonder if if you think or thought about when you started this early in the pandemic that it, it may be especially important to share a book like Life's Daily Treasure at this time in history. And, you know, there are lots of times in history, Richard, where things have been dicey. But, man, it sure seems like this country has taken uh, an awful lot of body shots in the last couple of years. So do you think it's important that that this book is out there at this time? Or am I reading too much into it? No, precisely because you're right. The pandemic, the political nature, the world situation I think people have been so discouraged in the last year or so, right. and they're looking for something that will lift them up and give them hope and encouragement. And I think encouragement's the greatest gift we can give other people. And there's a lot of it in here. And yes, you're right. It's interesting that when I first put this together, I had five listings for each day, and it did not include any of my writing. And when I showed it to my current pastor, his suggestion was, you need to add something because all of your other books, you have yourself in there. So you ought to go in and share some of those things that you've spoken about and written about to it, which elongated me finishing the book by two or three months. Right. But that added another 366 listings, if you will, in it. Probably the right thing in retrospect, huh? Well, it's interesting. And when I judge the stuff I put in, some of it may or may not look profound to people. But when I look at some of it, uh, some of it does seem pretty profound and tie in with the other things as well. And the readers will be the judge of that over time, whether there's a value for them or not, but uh, hopefully there is. So uh, again, the book Life's Daily Treasure has 366 of these sort of daily pages that you can get in there. And, and on every one of them, you've got a motivational quote, you've got a, uh, a, a person whose birthday deserves to be celebrated. Uh, special anniversaries uh, that are coming up, special days in the country. You've got uh, one of your ballot, uh, battles bullets, but you also use something that, that I don't know the controversial is the right word, Richard, but it, it may give people pause. And that is you use for every one of these days, uh, a quote from scripture, from uh, the Bible that ties into sort of the theme of the day. Did you ever think, hmm, should I use the Bible? Will that turn people off? Will it turn people on? Am I trying to fit uh, a round peg into a square hole? How did it all play out with that, that choice for the book? Well, I think it's the first thing I thought needed to be included. And I hope the book will come across where someone who is not a faithful person can still look at it and be inspired or motivated I would love it if someone would look at it and say, that makes me want to look at my faith deeper than I do now. Uh, another summary way to look at it is this, this book could almost be described as a God and country book, trying to celebrate faith and our liberty and our great country. 
you're a pretty patriotic guy. Um, when you see people take swipes at the country, what's the first thing that goes through your mind? Is it anger? Is it, I, I need to talk some sense into them? <laughs> Is it, you know, they're right sometimes? What goes through your mind? Well, I think obviously no country's perfect and our country's not been perfect, but our ideals and our founding were so unique and special. And no country in the history of the world was founded the way we were, has had the success, impact on the world, has sent soldiers to die for other countries all over the world, has sent money and help, charity all over the world, done all these spectacular things. And when I see people attack it, a lot of times it's, I believe, out of misdirected, misinformation, ignorance, because they don't know these things. They're told about particular shortcomings of slavery or racism or bigotry or misogyny or other things. Well, every country is going to have some of those things uh, at some point because we humans fail. But the ideals are there. And as long as we shoot to live the ideals, we're going to be better than if we shoot for a lower standard of equity which I believe is a soul-stealing philosophy that's never worked anywhere in the world. I have a, uh, an American fly necktie, and I started to wear it to an event several months ago, and, and a lady said, and I was cho choosing between two ties, right, which one to wear, uh, you know, a more subdued tie or my flag tie, and a lady said, mm, maybe you ought not wear that right now with what's going on in the country. You know, that really took me back. It took me aback, and I, I'd never, ever felt uh before that geez i i shouldn't proudly represent the country um and yet certainly things have gotten pretty screwed up here in the last couple of years in in a variety of ways no matter which way you slide on on the the political spectrum so i guess i would ask you uh, you know are there times when it's tough for you to to stand up and say you know what i'm proud to be an american not at all. And I think that a lot of people, again, that are critical may or may not have ever traveled outside of the U.S. You don't have to go very far to find how much worse off people are all over the world. If you go to Cancun, Mexico and go from the airport to the strip of the hotels, that's like going to Miami Beach and you don't see what's going on in Mexico. But if you travel in other parts of the world <laughs> that are less prosperous, which are many than us, you can see it very quickly. Uh, my most stark experience was in Marrakesh, Morocco, many years ago, when I had a cobra wrapped around my neck at the market in Marrakesh. And when we were driving back to uh, Casablanca to our hotel, and I saw an American flag flying at our U.S. Marine base there, I almost wanted to go join the Marines that day because <laughs> I wanted protection from from all those people in Morocco because they did not like Americans at that time or now. And there are so many places that people do not like Americans. We are so protected and blessed with the peace and opportunity we have. That's why people are beating our doors down to get here to get what we have. Why do we want to throw it away for what other people have that's less than what we have? So if a daily dose of hope would lift your spirits, then uh, Life's Daily Treasure just might be the book for you. And 
as Richard said, he, uh, the hardcover edition would be a great gift for, for someone that needs, uh, you know, a little hope, a little optimism, a little uh, encouragement, some personal growth. 366 daily doses of it, all right there. You can read a, a page and, uh, and take something away from it every day. Um, this is your eighth one. Is this the best one? Well, I think so. And it's interesting. I've had some people tell me that already. And of course, I hope that each one is the best one. And I hope the next one's even better than this one if if we're blessed to be able to do that. And so I guess it's like trying to pick your, your favorite kid. It's an impossibility. Well, there's one thing for sure. Like children, books, you can never do enough marketing for, for them. <laughs> <laughs> and you can never spend enough on your kids. So uh, the books you. are somewhat like children in that regard. I hear you. Uh, the book is out now, uh, and you can get it hard, uh, hardcover, uh, paperback, or a Kindle version. It's called Life's Daily Treasure. The author is my buddy Richard Battle, and you can visit him online at richardbattle.com, where the book is available. Also through Amazon, Barnes & Noble, uh, bookstores everywhere. Ask for it by name, Life's Daily Treasure. Hey, best of luck on the book. Burke, thank you so much, and we appreciate you having me on your podcast. Great to have you here, and we thank you for listening wherever you are, whatever you do. Thank you also to SpeakerMatch.com for sponsoring the broadcast today. Go out and make it a great day. Thanks for listening. Bye, everybody.